Welcome to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also get us uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just look up the Rob O'Donnell Show. It's uh, 510 here at the station, 85 degrees and mostly sunny outside. Beautiful day today. Like I said, I was out in the grass earlier. It was a little overcast this morning, but the clouds burnt off in no time. Got hot real quick. Uh, so this is going to be one of those days. And like like I've been preaching for the past two weeks, if your kids are already off to college, if they're gone, if they're already packed that truck and rode off into the sunset to start another year, you know, hopefully you spend some quality time with them. Hopefully your summer was great. I, I have a couple friends whose kids were home from college. And really across the board, they said it was one of the most enjoyable summers they've had. You know, the, they're watching their kids grow up. They come back for school, especially if your kids are away for college. You don't see them all the time. You see that change in them. You see that change from young adult to adulthood uh, as they're they're learning to find themselves and growing and becoming more educated, making their own choices and becoming, you know, they're always our children. They'll always be our children, but they become more your peers, your your friends at that point, which, you know, at that point you can. You know, it's when you're trying to be friends with your young teenager, with your toddler, with your, you know, your adolescent, that it becomes a problem. You need to be a parent there. But, you know, when those kids start hitting 21, 22, 23, they are an adult, and that, that relationship kind of changes, and it's, it's, it's a good change. It's a fun change to experience. Uh, to where, you know, like I said, they'll always be your children. I tell my, my kids this all the time. I don't care if you're 20. I don't care if you're 40. I don't care if you're 60. If I'm still around, you'll still be my child, and they'll still be that rapport between us. But you know, it's interesting to come you You go out, you have a dinner, uh, go out, do things. You know, they can have a drink with you, and it's just a a cool dynamic as a parent, you know, getting reaching to that age. Like I said, my son's 27. You're married over a little over a year now. My daughters are 20 and 21. I'm really enjoying, you know, where we're at in life, watching them choose their own paths and, and live their own lives and kind of be a spectator, but yet still get the call, you know, sometimes every day uh, with dad questions. And it's, it's, it's a great feeling. And I hope you guys get that and get to experience it as well. We got some uh, text messages coming in. Again, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. Couldn't get the uh, number out before the break. But we got Joe from Trips Park saying, I could see why Trump skips debates. He's got locked-in votes and proven presidency and is leading polls by a mile. Uh, there's more for him to lose than gain in debating. I see that perspective, and, and I I would agree with it under any other circumstance, but because of everything that's going on, this whirlwind of, of not doubt, but controversy around Donald Trump, I'd really like to see him get up there and change the focus. But I, I get you, you got, you know, idiots like Chris Christie, that's just going to take pot shots. That's all he's there for. Uh, you're going to have people there that are, that are just going to want to have the sound bite. I'm the one who zung, zinged Donald Trump or I'm the one who got a you know one liner in on him. I, you know I get that, but I don't think that goes over the way I, I guess with us with GOP voters go over the way they think it would. You know, as far as Democrats go, they want that soundbite. That's what they're that's why they're letting the GOP fight it out and they're kind of staying out of it and Joe Biden's on a cruise control. But it's going to be interesting. I want to see more policy based 
discussions. I want to see more specifics on, okay, here's where we are now. Here are the things that's going on. What are your plans now? I mean, we found out yesterday I was reading a story where Joe Biden has been secretly selling off the steel panels that have been stacked up and stored that would never finish the border. So Joe Biden's administration is now selling those scrap metal off, those panels that could be building our wall. And that leads me to where I think the GOP needs to focus on. And New York is starting to, to, to get in on this. And this is a story from the New York Post where it says, New York GOP, we've got a new weapon against Dems that could be better than even cashless bail. Cashless bail reforms, which has really stung the Democrats in New York City. But it's the illegal migrants. $200 million a month. $14 billion. 10% of the New York City's entire budget. A billion dollars more than the total NYPD budget. New York Republicans are really facing, are using that. And they're going on the offense, and that's a great thing. Why isn't the GOP as a whole not any specific candidate? And this is where I think Arona McDaniels fails. And the GOP as a whole is just horrible at getting messaging out there. We have every major city in America spending billions of dollars. There's trillions of dollars being spent if you if you take America as a whole. From the from the municipalities, from cities, from towns, from why is it not more of an issue? Every service is going to be is going to have to do without. And I don't care if it's here in rural Pennsylvania or in New York City. I mean, we're seeing it in New York City that that soccer field on Randall's Island that they converted into a 2,000-bed migrant center is now up to 3,000, and it's almost full. It appears the governor of New York just got the okay from the Biden administration to use Floyd Bennett Field as another one. Again, they're spending $20 million a month on this. Every single service that your New Yorker uses everything is going to have to do with less this is unsustainable and there's no sign of stop for it but the gop nationally really needs to focus on this this needs to be hit harder than anything else you have the economy you have this being a main burden on our economy Illegal migration now is crushing cities. Now, they won't admit it because they can't. They're not business people. They're politicians. They could care less. They think they have the unlimited flow of money. We really need to go after them personally. We need to go after the ones who did made cities sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, target them, list them. Hey, these are the people responsible for what's going on in your community. Because it's not just Republicans who are getting sick and tired of this. It is everyone, especially in New York. Where I was at this event this weekend, there were independents, there were Democrats. There. They are fed up with it. They are done. And we really need to take those talking points and march full speed with it. They can't get bogged down. 
with uh, abortion talk. They can't get bogged down on things. Listen, the Supreme Court said that the abortion was a state issue. Let it be a state issue. It's time to move on. If you don't like what that state's doing, either change the politicians that are there or move out of the state. It's not something we can harp on because that's what crushed us in the midterms, getting into that talking points. We need to focus on the things where the majority of Americans, crime, illegal migration, the billions and trillions of dollars we are spending on it. And we really need to, to come down on those talking points. Focus on the everyday quality of lives. Crimes in the city. It's just not safe anymore in our major cities. They are not documenting crimes the way they should be documented. Like I said, retail theft is not factored in to their crime stats. It's unsustainable. It's These cities are unlivable. And they're just getting by. And if you talk to the people who live there, which I do regularly, you know, I was born and raised in New York City 27 years through its worst and best times. And to see it now is disheartening, to say the least. But why isn't the messaging that stronger? Why aren't we crushing this talk about the people on the terror watch list? And, and the big misconception is our majority of people on the terror watch list that, get, that were caught coming into our country, and again, were caught is the key word. We're coming in through the northern border, which means they know the majority of our resources. The intel is getting back to these known terrorists on our watch list to go to the northern border rather than the southern border because they realize that a lot of assets are down. So even though they're walking through and they all they have to do is have an appointment on their app and show it, and it gets scanned and they get released. Now, that appointment is three, four, five years in the future for a hearing date. For someone that 90% of don't qualify for asylum. But the fact that known terrorists from all around the world are coming in our northern border means the intel's getting back there. The fact that we have a 900% increase on Chinese nationals that are military age in good health showing up at our borders should scare the hell out of us. Why aren't these messages being put out there by the GOP day in and day out is just beyond me. We need to focus on the things that are, hurt, that are hurting everyday Americans. Food prices, our economy, the jobs, the crime, illegal migration. Let's go through the list, and you don't see any of that. We can't get bogged down on the things that have already been done. Abortion being one of them. You have a Supreme Court that said it goes back to the states. Let the states handle it. But if they get caught up in that again... We're not going to have a great time in 2024. It's uh, 2021 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. This Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. We have a backup on 81 northbound. It's at a standstill right around Dunmore. That is due to a blown tire around the Main Avenue Dixon City exit. You're going to be sitting there quite a bit. We also have a slowdown, 81 northbound at Waverly. That's through construction. You're pretty much crawling. And 81 southbound in the Scranton area, you can expect to dip below the speed limit. And speeds go below 40 miles an hour, 81 southbound around Wilkes-Barre Bear Creek. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki.
Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool, low 55. Tuesday, mostly sunny, less humid, high 80. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds, beautiful, high 78. Thursday, warm and humid with showers or storms in the afternoon, high 75. It's 85 degrees and mostly sunny here at 521 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 525, 85 degrees and mostly sunny. Well, Russia's first lunar mission in decades has ended in epic failure with its Luna 25 spacecraft crashing into the moon's surface. The incident, a blow to Russia's space ambitions, happened after communications with the robotic spacecraft was interrupted. Russia's space agency said it lost touch with the Luna 25 on Saturday around 2.57 p.m. Moscow time. The measures take it on August 19th and August 20th to search for the device and get in contact with it did not yield any results, the space agency reported. According to preliminary analysis, the Luna 25 switched to an off-design orbit. Means... Out of control, I would assume, before the collision, the space agency said. It was not immediately clear what caused the crash. Um, Russian technology, maybe? Especially for, you know, it is their, their spy programs, not what it used to be, so they're not stealing our designs as good as they were. And, and this is truly a blow. It, it, for for any time that Putin needed a, a success story, this was probably it. Because this program is decades in the making. It's called the Luna Globlander. Luna 25 was on a journey to study the composition of the moon's soil and the very thin lunar exosphere, exosphere, or the moon's scan atmosphere, for one year. The mission trajectory allowed it to surpass India's lunar lander, which launched in mid-July. Both spacecraft were headed for the moon's South Pole region. And again, this is decades in the making that they've been planning this. So, again, where 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 Vladimir Putin really needed something good to bring back to the people, this wasn't it. And uh, I, I saw a, a satellite photo of of the possible crash site. At least I thought it was when I looked at. It, I just saw it real quick. Um, and and yeah, it did crash pretty good. There, there's a a mini crater where it supposedly crashed, if that was the picture I was looking at, and it was an accurate picture. But the the Russia space program, like a lot of other things in Russia, is having severe problems with quality control, corruption, and funding, said Victoria Sampson, the Washington Office Director of Secure World Foundation, a nonprofit that promotes peaceful exploration of outer space. News that Russia experienced the issue with its spacecraft elicit sympathy that reverberated through the space community. CSI scientists, regardless of your political affiliation, don't want to see other scientists outright fail. But as your everyday American, I mean, I could really care less if the Russian space program is not doing so well. And I would imagine you feel the same. But there might come a time where we do have to work together. I mean, we've all seen the sci-fi movies that are out there. We have to take down some kind of rogue asteroid or comet or the aliens when they come. We could talk about that another time. 
the the aliens. But uh, yeah, this is not something that the the Russian government needed at this point in time. And I'd like to see our space program off. I, I know they're in the works for our pre-Russian, not pre-Russian, pre-Mars, what do they call it, um, preparation. So it's going to be interesting. You know, I've I've seen speak one of the guys that have, are tasked with that. He's a, a medical doctor, an engineer, and a former Navy SEAL um, because they don't know what he could possibly be up against or deal with, you know, in those circumstances. Uh, but we have these test things going on where they can live. They're actually living in a a mock environment in the desert somewhere out west where they're putting them through how they deal with isolation, how they deal with the things that they will commonly deal with on, on months-long trips to, to outer space. But it's a shame, you know, we kind of turned on NASA because it gave Americans something to, not, I shouldn't say turned on NASA, but didn't didn't back NASA the way it should be because it gave America, it gave Americans something to to look forward to. It gave them something to cheer for, something patriotic to say, you know, look look at the great things we can do when we put our minds to it. And I, I think we've lost that. And I think, you know, something as simple as, you know, a NASA space program to wherever. I mean, I, I know they, they say, well, there's really no need for us to go to the moon again. There's There's nothing there for us to do. Is there really? I think there's a ton of stuff to do. I would I would love to see more of, especially with today's technology, a visit to the moon, to where they can do real in-depth research there and, and high-definition videos and pictures and everything like that. Why not? I say go for it. Let's give America something to be proud of again. Let's give us something to, to cheer for again and some heroes in this world because God knows we could use more of them. It's uh, 531 here on WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 536, 84 degrees, mostly sunny. Got a text message out there, and I just want to make sure that I'm clear on what I was saying. It says, Rob, I would like to challenge your belief that the legality of abortion should go back to the state. Why is that? Do you really believe that the governors and state reps, etc., are pillars of morality that should be making those decisions about what rights for their citizens should have? That doesn't seem fair to me. That means somebody who believes abortion should be legal has the right then fight for their rights where citizens in other states do not have the have to. And politicians have more than proven that they are not great examples to follow. They are just likely to screw up as anyone else. Uh, well, it's not my belief that it should go back to the states. The actual Supreme Court said that it's a state right, not a federal right. So that was my answer to the text messenger. And by bringing it back to the states, you are making it more localized. And who elects these politicians? And I agree, the governors and state reps are not pillars of morality. But why is that? Because the public, people like you or me, put them there. And if they're not pillars of morality, if they're not doing the things that we would like them to do in our constitutional republic, we need to get new officials elected into there. And that's why it's better that it's a local issue rather a federal national issue where you have people that are making decisions in a blanket way for the country, rather than where it should be a localized issue and talking point. And that's what the Supreme Court said. You know, this is a state's issue. It's not a federal issue. And had turned it back to the states. So it's not my belief that this is the way it should be. I'm, I'm 
a pro-life person who is against abortion altogether. I'm not going to go to the extent to say I want it illegal for everyone. I think there are, should be exceptions. I would like to see a starting point of what, what Europe does, you know, where, what is it, 12 weeks? Anything after 12 weeks is then illegal? I think that's enough time to make your decision. Obviously, in situations of rape, incest, and stuff like that, I'm all for as well. So, and somebody else said, Rob, the problem is pillars of morality don't run for office anymore. Well, whose fault is that? It's ours. We keep electing these morons into office. People who are only worried about money and power. Both sides of the aisle. It's as simple as that. We need to do better. And if there's not someone there to vote for, well, pack your suitcase and run for something. It's that easy. It, tr- it truly is. And yes, I've, I know the daunting task of doing it. The amount of money that's needed to do it. But there's ways to change that. Public funding for elections. You can't take private contributions anymore. You know, term limits. There's, there's ways to make this system better. We have just let them, the politicians, all politicians, convince us this is the best way it should be done. That they are the ones with the most experience. They have the things. You know, we have a long-term senator like Bob Casey who gets things done. Really, does he? He comes back with a couple of our tax dollar checks to appease us, to say, oh, look what I did. I did this, I did this, I did this. But yet hasn't wrote, written a piece of legislation that's, that's benefited you or I in, in years. We need to do better across the board. And the reason there are no people in there that we respect or we look up to is because we allow them to be the people they are. We truly need to, to get them out is uh we need to really go after them to get them out to find better people to vote for the the underdogs to give platforms and especially in the age of social media it does not take much to get a platform it does not take much it does not take much money it does not take much effort if if you get the right team around you that wants to make change especially in the age of social media your 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 Instagram, your Snapchat, your Facebook, your X, your TikTok, or you know whatever the different different platforms are that are out there, it's easy to do. It says you're wrong, wrong, Bob Casey Jr. has never written a piece of legislation that has been passed. Check the record. Why, why am I wrong? I just said he never did that. Said he hasn't produced anything for us. Yes, he signed on bills. Talk about it all the time here. And being a co-sponsor on a bill is simply answering yes to an email. So I, I don't know where I'm wrong there. I just said that he's never brought anything in here. Looking through some text messages now, got a bunch of it. It takes a certain level of narcissist to run for public office. Yes and no. It does. It takes confidence. It doesn't have to necessarily be a narcissist. The narcissists are the ones we should be avoiding. But it definitely takes a type A personality to go out there and speak their mind. You know why? Because the public is vitriol. The public, if they don't hear what they want to hear, becomes very 
Um, it becomes very uh, anti. Why would anyone tr- want to to expose themselves to that? I get that, but then don't complain that there's no good people in office. It's 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 not. It's a two way street. You have to open yourself up to listening to those people. It's uh, 542. Talk about listening to people. Here's Nikki. And here's time for traffic. Time for traffic and weather. This traffic update is brought to you by Pendella Data Internet. It looks like 81 northbound through the Dunmore Dixon City area is now moving without a problem. You are going to slow up around Waverly as you crawl through construction. That's on 81 northbound. Some slowing 81 southbound in the Scranton area and again in the Wilkesbury area, but just a little bit below the speed limit. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool, low 55. Tuesday, mostly sunny, less humid, high 80. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds, beautiful, high 78. Thursday, warm and humid with showers and storms in the afternoon, high 75. Currently 84 degrees and mostly sunny here at 543, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 546. I'll, I'll get to you in just a minute. 84 degrees and mostly sunny. Um, to the text who said that Bob Casey has never um, wrote a piece of legislation that became law. That That's not true. He has eight in his career. He had two in the 113th Congress, Senate. He had two in the 114th Senate. He had one in the 115th Senate, two in the 116th Senate, and one in the 117th Senate. Um let me see. One of them is just redesignating the name of a courthouse. The other one is uh, Department of Veterans Affairs Website Ac- Accessibility Act of 2019. The Scarlet Sunshine on Sudden Unexpected Death Act in 2019. The Global Food Security Reauthorization Act of 2017. The Advanced Hope Act of 2016. The Global Food Security Act of 2016. The Emergency Medical Services for Children Reauthorization Act in 2014. The Children's Hospital GME Support Reauthorization Act of 2013. Those are the bills that became law that were authored by Bob Casey. Now, if you look at the amount of time Bob Casey has been in public service, writing eight bills that became law in, what, a decade or two? Really isn't much. Um, and he's introduced about a thousand bills during that time. But introducing them and doing something for you and I back here at home uh, is just that. And again, if you look at the a good majority of our elected officials on both sides of the aisle, they really don't do a lot if you think about it. Um, it's very easy to look up. You go to congress.gov. And you can look up the members' history, the bills they've sponsored, they authored, bills they co-sponsored, where they stand, how far they made it, and what the bills are exactly. It's a great piece of work. That's why I jumped on it right away and, and ran him in there. Because I know he doesn't do much, but I didn't think it was never. So, uh, But those are it. Like if you look at Hillary Clinton's when she was a senator, uh, the most I think she did was rename some post offices up, up in uh, New York. 
Other than that, there's not much there that they, they supply. And again, there's both sides of the aisle. We need to elect better people to do the work that we elect them to do. Or we can't complain on the direction they take the, the country. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Elle from Wayne County on wildfires. Elle, how are you? I can't hardly hear you, Bob, or Rob. Uh, well, yeah, we're in a transition here, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're real low. Um, uh, I just heard today, tonight actually, that New Jersey has had wildfires. And right now there's a real bad one going on. And then at the end of them talking about it, they said that there has been quite a few in New Jersey this year. And this is the first I'm hearing about it. They said this one that's going on right now had has burned about 200 acres already. This last one that's in, you know, on fire now. But they said there was about 10 other ones that had happened this year. And maybe that's why our air quality was so bad. Maybe not necessarily all the Canada, but it was coming from New Jersey too. Have you heard anything about that? And then I well, want to ask you something about New, ice cream. New Jersey would be downwind of us, so it would be hard for that to affect us unless we were getting an offshore you know, circular breeze. But, we, I mean, I can tell you right now, there's been wildfires in Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey over the past year. And a 200-acre wildfire, that's, that's less than my neighbor's property. It's really not a big wildfire. They happen all the time. We have them in Pennsylvania, up near me. I have a view of, of a couple hundred miles, and I, I see them all the time. I can see the smoke, both control burns. And uncontrolled burns. Uh, wildfires happen. It's, it's you know, they're just a fact of nature. But the weather experts yeah. and the meteorologists said that the, the smog and everything we've been dealing with is coming from Canada in that circulation. So uh, mm, I'll, I'll take their word for it. But wildfires are very common in, in all over the country, not just, you know, major ones where you're talking hundreds of thousands of acres is one thing. But a 200-acre fire is really not a big one. Well, I think they said 200 acres because I wasn't really paying attention too much to it. And I think they said 200 acres just for this one alone that just started. So uh, I was just surprised because I didn't hear any was in New Jersey at all until today. Yeah, there's but, wildfires um, now, all the time all throughout the northeast in the country, like I said. Now, you said you like chocolate ice cream. I do. Okay. So what you need to do is if you go to Dairy Queen, don't go to the Pittston one. Go to the Kingston one, Wyoming Avenue. Because every time I go to the piston one, they never get the they never give me the way that it's supposed to be made. Okay, so if you go to Kingston, um, if you like chocolate, order a Buster Bar, and what that is, it's it's on a stick, and it's like it's like cups, it's like a cup, like they make it in a cup. Okay, and they put um, they put the the stick in there, and then they put the vanilla ice cream, but then they put Spanish nuts. And in the middle of it, they put this chocolate fudge that is to die for. And then they coat the whole thing with chocolate. And that's really good. But the the best thing that I like that Kingston makes, the Dairy Queen, is called Pecan Mudslide. And what that is is they put it in a, a plastic cup, and then they put a little bit of uh, hot um, hot fudge, hot chocolate in the bottom, and then they put the hot caramel, and then they put the ice cream in it, and then they coat it with more hot chocolate and hot fudge, or hot chocolate and hot caramel, and then they put loads of pecans on it. It's fabulous. Yeah, I like my pecans too. See, I'm kind of spoiled because the Mondale Dairy, which they make their own ice cream right there. Uh, I like uh -huh. my Dairy Queens, though. Don't get me wrong. I like the different concoctions they have as well. 
But I'm just yeah. a, I'm just a regular, you know, single scoop of double chocolate and a chocolate waffle cone kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard Mondell was good, but I never got up to that one. I never n- knew how to go up there, so I, I never got my way up there. I didn't have directions to yeah, it. So Yeah, it's, it's it's not too hard to get to. It's it's If you're coming from the Dixon City area, you can just come off 347, down to 247 and make the left over there, and, and you're there. But they, one of my also go-tos there is their chocolate malt shakes. I'm, I'm a sucker for that as well. But you gotta mm-hmm. support your local. Uh, I I love my Dairy Queen because you can get a little of everything. Actually, the closest one near me, the closest Dairy Queen, I believe, is in Clark Summit. Uh, that's well, that's there's the there's one there. not far from your building. You know, it's by the Mohegan Sun off of three fifteen. But every time I I went there, they never made anything right. I mean, they couldn't even make a Coke float right. I mean, there's only two things that go in a Coke float. That's vanilla ice cream and Coke. <laughs> well, if they're listening, hopefully they straight it up, straighten up. Well, I don't go there anymore. All I don't right. want to be aggravated. <laughs> there you go. Because I'd get aggravated, too, and mess up my Coke float. <laughs> Elle, it's great hearing from you. You have a great night. Thank you. You also. Take care. Looking at some uh, some more text messages here. Someone says a good office chair is more useful than a Senate than Bob Casey Jr. is. Yeah, and, and if you look at the other side, who who does have a new look now? Uh, he's got a mustache, the goatee. They say he looks like the guy from Breaking Bad. Now, that's the big thing going around social media. I kind of see it, but I was never a Breaking Bad fan. Uh, Jake, you're a Breaking Bad fan, aren't you? Jake, you in there? He's in there. Um, yeah, they, they say he sort of looks like that. Jake, you there? I heard something click. Huge fan. Huge fan. Did, Huge did fan you see the new Bad. John Fetterman picture? I will have to look that up. But yeah, I, he's pretty... he lost the goatee, he's got a mustache, and every the big rave on social media, he looks just like him because he posted the picture and says he lost the bet with his son, his teenage oh, son. Man. And uh, somebody said, well, what time are you cooking the meth <laughs> under <laughs> yeah. the picture? Um, and, and since then, it's kind of gone on by wildfire. Yeah, that is an insult to Walter White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they have the pictures side by side, and, and I could kind of see it, but I was never a real Breaking Bad fan. Poor Walter. yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, poor us. Look what we got yeah, charged with. there. But when you see the picture, let me know what you. I can't unsee it. The glasses, the yeah. mustache. Do you yeah, think the, it looks the like the lack of hair? Unfortunately, it does. Yeah. But... So they're right. If you haven't seen a picture of our 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 current senator John Fetterman, you might want to Google his new look because literally he'd walk right by me, and I wouldn't, except for his size. I guess I would pick him out. But between the weight loss and. Uh, you know, the shaving the goatee and growing a mustache and wearing these square glasses, square plastic frame glasses. He looks kind of odd now. Or different. I shouldn't say odd. Different. Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do see him, don't ask him what time is he cooking meth because that is not him. That's Breaking Bad, the TV show. Um, and uh, we'll leave it at that. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. So you mentioned Breaking Bad, and <laughs> well, it's been uh, it's been your average Monday. I appreciate you guys coming along for the ride today. We will be back to do this thing again tomorrow, hopefully a little better rested. But God bless, be safe, and we will see you then. It's the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio.